Hi everyone and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aranozar, and I am so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. Today's episode is all about decanting. Now I'll get asked about decanting all of the time. So I know that this is one of the questions that a lot of you may have. And so today we're going to dive into the two different styles of decanting, the different equipment you need for each one of those styles and great varieties that do better with one style of decanting versus the other. If you're ready to learn all about the two different styles of decanting and how easy it can be and how you can use it for wines that you enjoy, let's get started and dive right into today's topic. If you've ever had questions about when to decant a wine, how to decant a wine, and if or what grapes should be decanted, then this is the episode for you. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, you're gonna see some different visuals that I'll put up for you. And for those of you listening in, you can definitely visit us over on YouTube if you wanna see some of those utensils as I'll be having images. Otherwise, everything else is the same for both of you to listen in on. The first thing we need to address today is we have two different styles of decanting. The first one is for aeration. Basically, we wanna put as much oxygen into that wine as quickly as possible. Think of this as a yoga class for wine. We're trying to get it to relax, to open up, to take a deep breath. So aeration is the term we use to describe this style of decanting. And if you think of it as wine yoga, in that the wine is going to get some oxygen, it's gonna have a stretch, we're going to help release some of those aromatics and soften the texture in the wine, that's what aeration is for. The second style of decanting we have is for sediment, basically chunks in wine. Nobody wants to have a sip of something where you feel like you have uh, little bits and pieces floating around in your mouth. If you enjoy an aloe drink, you know that it's a texture sometimes you need to get used to as it does have some clumps and lumps in there. And generally in wine, that's not something we want to experience. We don't like wine to have a texture in regards to lumps and chunks. And so we do a decanting style to remove that sediment. So the second type of decanting is for sediment removal. Basically get the chunks out, not because they're going to hurt you or they taste bad or anything like that. It's just really about that experience and that mouthfeel that we want to remove the sediment. Let's talk about what sediment is, because obviously if we have chunks of wine, you might have questions about how did they get there and what are they? And the short story of this is sediment is basically color compounds in wine. So when a glass of wine, when you have a glass of wine, we have over 500 different chemical compounds in that glass of wine. So all kinds of things going on in there. And as a wine ages, we have molecules that suck up color. And the short version of this is, is as they suck up color, these molecules get heavy and eventually they can't suspend themselves anymore in the liquid. And so they're going to fall to the bottom of the wine. And by doing so, they end up looking a little bit like tea leaves. So they'll look like little flakes. Sometimes you may see them if the bottle's been sitting a long time as the actual ring, like at the bottom of your bottle. Basically, sediment and wine are color compounds that have soaked up all the color that those molecules can hold and they fall to the bottom. This also goes along with the information in regards to as wine ages, it gets lighter in color. It's a great segue into that when 
wines age, we actually lose color and we lose color because it falls to the bottom and creates those sediments. When you're looking at wine, as you start to continue to assess wines and learn about them, color is a key indicator and it's why we do that step in the glass to assess the color in that as wine styles get lighter, it's a clue that potentially they are in older wine styles because the sediment, the color compounds are starting to drop out. They fall to the bottom and this is where we get into the need to do a decantation for sediment removal. These are older wines, so you're not gonna need to do a sediment removal for young wine styles. Sediment decanting is used for older red wine styles that will have those color compounds fall to the bottom of the bottle and we just need to separate it for your drinking enjoyment to remove those textures from the glass. So those are the two types of decanting. One for aeration, think wine yoga, get as much oxygen into that wine as possible. We use aeration predominantly for younger wine styles. It's important to know that we can also use aeration for both whites and reds. A lot of time we think decanting is only for red wine styles, and that's not true. We can decant white wine styles as well, especially for aeration where we want to lift the aromatics to help the wine relax. Now that we know about the two different styles of decanting we have, aeration, wine yoga, generally for younger wine styles, both reds and whites, and sediment removal, which is for older red wine styles for the chunks and flowies in wine, if you will. And we wanna take those out, not because they hurt you or they taste bad, but because of the texture. It's really about just your experience in the glass. There's also a clue in regards to the bottle style. Predominantly grapes that come with strong shouldered bottles. So for example, a Cabernet bottle, so you have those square shoulders. Traditionally, these were grape styles that may have needed decanting. It built in an automatic lift that caught some of the sediment there. Sloped bottle styles, so Pinot Noir bottle, for example, or Chardonnay with those soft slope styles, generally those are wine styles that do not need to decant it. Now, these are generalizations, and there's always in wine a gray space in the middle, but it's a good rule to think about in that if you're drinking a wine style that does have those square shoulders, it may benefit from a decanting aeration, or if it's an older wine style, sediment removal. If it has sloped wine styles, those are generally thinner style grapes. They don't have as much color, and sometimes we have to be a bit more careful with them in regards to how we decant them. And we're gonna talk about just some of the considerations of when to be careful decanting later on in this episode. Now let's move on and talk about the equipment that you're going to need for each one of these styles of decanting. Let's talk about aeration first, because it's the easiest. The first thing I wanna say about equipment for both styles of decanting is it doesn't need to be super fancy. If you have a Tupperware jug and not a fancy crystal decanter, it's still going to work fine. We have beautiful crystal decanters, amazing ones, some that snake around your hand, but you don't need one to actually perform decanting. So if you do just have Tupperware containers or jugs or jars or whatever you have, those are gonna work. Obviously decanters themselves are built to help with the process and be able to make it a little bit easier to control. Let's talk about aeration decanting and what you're going to need. Now, aeration decanting is all about getting as much oxygen as quickly as possible into that wine to help it relax, right? We want to help the wine take a 
big deep breath and by doing so the aromatics of the wine are going to become more enhanced you're going to experience them to their fullest ability because the oxygen is going to help lift those aromatics out of the glass and by doing so you're potentially going to soften up the palate as well it's going to help to relax that palate sensation there are some people who believe that most wines can benefit from decanting and you can do a test and so some of the homework if you will if you want to try it is take a bottle of wine you're going to pour one glass right out into a glass so you'll be able to enjoy that one the second one you're going to pour a glass of wine and if you have a decanter you can decant the rest of the bottle if you want or you're gonna hold the glass in your hand, put your hand on top of the glass and really, really shake it. And by doing so, you're creating an aeration decanting basically in the glass. And then if you really shake it, you'll take your hand away and you'll smell it. And the aromatics should be different. You should experience more enhanced aromatics from the glass you just shook versus the glass that stayed still. But this is for you to try. Everybody's experience will be a little bit different, but I will tell you if I go to a tasting and I find a wine that we refer to as closed, and what that means is that the wine is tight on the nose, it's not releasing a whole bunch of aromatics and flavors to me right away. Well, in a tasting, sometimes I don't have a lot of time for that wine to relax and feel comfortable with me. So what I will do is I'll put my hand on top of that glass and I will shake it and by doing so, I create that aeration in the glass for me and I'll be able to get more nuances from the wine. Then obviously you wipe your hand. For aeration decanting, and I just have a bottle here in front of me if you're watching on YouTube, what we're gonna do is you're gonna take your jug or decanter and you're literally going to invert the bottle completely, right upside down, and you're going to let that wine just chug out into the decanter, okay? And if then you decide, hey, this is relaxed but maybe not enough, this is where we can get into what we call a double decanting. What double decanting is, is literally it, we pour the wine back into the bottle or into another jug and we do it again. So we can play a little bit with how often we do this. But remember, aeration is really just about helping the wine express itself, helping the wine feel comfortable earlier and so that it is going to relax and give you the best experience. Generally for aeration decanting, we do this for young wines, both reds and whites if you like. Now for softer style wine styles, so Pinot Noir, Tempranillo from Spain, any grape variety predominantly with those soft shoulders, so not a bottle shape like this one, which is like a square shaped bottle, so a bottle shape that has sloped shoulders, generally we do not decant those wine styles because generally, and I say generally with air quotes if you can see me, is that those are grape varieties with thinner skins, which means that we have to be a little careful that we don't give it so much oxygen that we push it over and then the wine just has nothing to give. It's exhausted and we've pushed it too far and we've almost sped up the demise of those aromatics by forcing it and it doesn't have anything left to give us. So just be careful a little bit and if you wanna try and practice, look for wines with square shoulders. The other rule to this though is that big, bold, buttery, huge Chardonnay can definitely work in regards to being decanted if you like to, if you wanna play around a little bit with it to see if it makes a difference. Same as beautiful Rieslings because we have so many different textures and flavors in Rieslings. They have all kinds of surprises for us in their aromatics and flavors. So Riesling is a white grape variety that a lot of times can definitely benefit from an, a decantation just to help us see all the expressiveness that it has in the glass. 
Now let's talk about sediment removal because this is the one that you, if you've ever been to a fancy restaurant or maybe you've seen a video where they pull out a candle and they have all these steps, this is where we pull in these extra tools. So where aeration, we literally just need a jug and the bottle of wine we want to decant where we are very quickly pouring that out, helping the oxygen go, and then moving on to enjoying it. The sediment takes a bit more time. Now, if you know that you have some old bottles in your cellar and you're getting ready to enjoy them, what I will recommend is you take that bottle, which has been lying down in your cellar, and then you're going to stand it up for at least 48 hours before you want to enjoy it. You're just going to leave it on the counter and you're going to let it stand up. And what this step does is it allows any of the sediment that would have gathered on the bottom of the bottle while it was resting in your cellar to slowly slide down the inside of the bottle. And by doing so, it's going to end up at the bottom. The reason we want it at the bottom is think about if you've had sand in a bucket and you're trying to drain out the water off the sand, we want to do it really slowly so just the water comes out. We don't want the sand to come with the water. So by doing this step, what we do is we ensure that the sediment that used to be on the side of the bottle has now moved to the bottom and then we're going to slowly pour off the liquid into the decanter and not having to lose that much wine in the decantation because the sediment's all just in the bottom part of the bottle. So as you're watching, so here on YouTube, I'll show you how we do this. What happens is when we actually open up the bottle of wine, we'll take the full capsule off. That means this full part up here, you'll see people use their knife and they just slid it off all the way. Now the bottle I'm holding right now is a screw cap bottle. I'm just using it as an example, but we would remove the full capsule. The reason we do this is because we want to see the full neck of what's happening because we're going to watch the sediment move up the bottle and that's why we have the candle. So what I'm going to do is in one hand, I'm going to have my container, my decanter, then the bottle, I'm going to slowly start to invert and pour into the decanter, but I'm going to have my candle or my light source under the neck of the bottle so that as I'm pouring, I can start to see when the liquid is clear. And then as that wine moves up the bottle, as I'm inverting it, I am going to start to see when potentially that sediment is coming up. And then I can very slowly stand the bottle back up once I see that and not get those chunks and floaties mixed in with the wine. So sediment decanting is all about just removing the chunks and floaties from the liquid. And we do that by just a careful, slow, methodical pour of that bottle and helping those sediment pieces stay as a collection at the bottom of the bottle so that they can we can get as much of the wine off as possible. And that's basically why when we do a sedimentation decantation, we need a candle or a light source. We need the decanter obviously pour into. We have the bottle. You may see some fancy baskets that we put the wine into. And what a decanting basket does is it basically holds the wine at an angle. The idea being that again, it's keeping the wine sediment in a location so we can pour off the top. All the tools we have for sediment decantation is about helping us not jiggle the wine. What we don't want to do is shake the bottle or do big movements because when that happens, 
the sediment chunks and floaties are going to intermix with the liquid again and we're trying really hard to keep them separate so we can siphon off the liquid and leave the chunks behind that's why we do sediment decantation in that slow looks a little fancy process it's really just about watching for the chunks to come up through the neck of the bottle and then when we see them stand it back up now that we have the wine in the decanter you can pour back in the bottle and this is something just in regards to service some people like to serve their wine in the decanter when they have done a decantation whether aeration or for sediment other people depending on if it's an important label to you it's a special wine from a special occasion they actually want to serve the wine on the table and we can do this and what we do then is we take some mineral water so you're going to take some filtered water and you can rinse the bottle out if you don't want to serve the decanter you actually want to basically siphon the wine so you'll get a funnel you'll clean the bottle then you'll put a funnel on top and then you can pour the wine carefully back into the bottle if slowly especially if it was for a, a sediment decantation pour the wine back into the bottle if you want to serve the wine in the bottle after it's been decanted otherwise serving in decanting serving in the decanter is completely acceptable and somewhat expected so those are the two styles of decanting as well as the steps that go along with it now let's talk about some of the grapes that can benefit from decanting and ones that are always on my mm, let's just learn a little bit more about that wine before we decant it list so the easy ones first are big bold reds so Malbec Cabernet Merlot most of the time I will say lots of color in that we just have to see how old it is those are definitely grapes Shiraz Syrah these big bold grape varieties so they will always be able to benefit from either aeration or potentially sediment when you have big bold red grape varieties after a period of aging they may throw some sediment and it may be something you want to consider now how are you going to know if it's starting to throw sediment Google is going to be your friend here you can definitely Google the vintage and the wine that you have and somewhere on the planet somebody has opened that wine recently and they will be able to share with you if that wine has we call it thrown some sediment but if you're curious or if you just want to try you can definitely err on the side of caution and do a decantation for sediment if you're looking for some practice if you want to try it you're not going to hurt the wine by doing a sediment decantation but if you are on the fence of you're not sure if it's going to throw sediment or not then definitely you can always err on the side of caution and try it now as a little sidebar vintage port is a wine style that is always going to need to be decanted so if you have a vintage port definitely that's a wine style that needs some extra consideration and it is going to have to be decanted because we purposely make it so that it rests about 20 to 30 years before we open it and it drops a lot of sediment now in regards to tools for sediment removal as well you may find some filters or some funnels that can use a, a, a little screen that use a screen in the funnel on top of your decanter this is going to help you speed up you're not being as careful with the the light source if you will to help catch any of those sediments i will caveat here though if you are going to use one of those and it is a, an older wine style make sure you're still pouring carefully and slowly so as not to rush and do an aeration decanting on that wine with older wine styles 
we can lose some of the aromatics if we do let too much oxygen in contact with them quickly. So for older wine styles, if you are going to use a filter or some of the other tools that we have, just still pour carefully and you're going to be able to really enjoy that at its full potential. Now, great varieties in regards to aeration decanting, young wine styles. Most wine styles, and a lot of people will say, wines will all benefit from an aeration decanting, and this is gonna be up to you. And like I said, you have some fun homework. Take one bottle, pour one glass and on the counter and smell it, take a sip of it, see what you think. Pour a second glass and then put your hand on top of that glass, give it a good shake, and then see if the aromatics are more expressive to you as well as the palate. That's gonna be a great example for you and fun homework. Make sure they're the same temperature. So the baseline of the experiment is the same temperature. It's just literally one, you're not going to do anything in regards to decanting, adding more oxygen, the other that you are. And you can try this with both white and red grapes. Really fun homework there. And you may be surprised on what comes out of it. Let's just recap what we've covered in today's episode. Because we've covered a lot, but I hope that I've answered some questions for you. First thing we covered is the two different styles of decanting. One's for aeration. Think wine yoga. Big breath helps wines become more expressive. The other is for chunks and floaties. Basically, how do we get those chunks away from the wine so that you don't have to experience the feeling of those textures in the glass when you enjoy it? So we have two different types of decanting. Both need different tools in that we, for aeration, we just need a jug and the bottle and we can pour it upside down and we want to make sure that that wine gets a chance to really get oxygen mixed in with it. When we do a sediment decantation, we do need a light source or a filter, and we're looking to very slowly turn that bottle on an angle to be able to make sure that the liquid separates from those sediment pieces in the wine. We talked about what sediment pieces are. These are color compounds basically that have filled up their molecules that fill up with color and basically fall to the bottom of the wine. They can't suspend themselves anymore. They're not going to hurt you. They don't taste bad. They're just not something we like the texture of when we enjoy them. Now, when you look at the sediment, when they dry, you may notice they look a little sparkly. And what can happen is in those color compounds, we can actually get some tartrates. And tartrates are a natural component in wine, just like cream of tartar when you're cooking. But the tartrates we also refer to as wine diamonds. And these happen when a wine gets cold, the tartrates can solidify. And sometimes we find those as well of sediment in the wine. And so don't be surprised if you see a few little sparkly diamonds, if you will. They're not glass pieces. They're just solidified tartrates it mixed in with the sediment of your wine. So it's really cool after you've decanted it to kind of take a look at your sediment. Might be a bit of a wine geeky thing, but I know it's always fun for us when we take a look and, and we're working with older wine styles. Clues in regards to which wine styles to do. Wine styles that come in a square shoulder bottle generally are wines that can benefit from decanting, whether it be aeration when they're young or sediment removal when they're old. And this will be a bit of a, you're gonna to have to Google a little bit about the wine that you're doing. And generally slope shoulder wine styles are wine styles that have lighter skin colors, don't have as many color components, and therefore don't require a sediment removal most of the time. However, they can, if they are young, possibly benefit from an aeration decantation. 
Again, Google can be your friend here. You can always send me a question. You can reach me on the website, Wine Girl Academy, or if you're on YouTube, put a question below. would be happy to answer your questions about wine. But decanting, don't be afraid of it and give it a go. But definitely, it's a step that we can use. And as you start to explore older wine styles or different grapes around the world, these are two tools that you have of how to enjoy wine at its best. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking for more hints and tips, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, depending on where you're listening or watching if you're on YouTube and come visit me over at Wine Girl Academy, where you're going to find a collection of different courses that you're able to take and keep expanding your own wine knowledge. And I have courses there that you can learn in an afternoon and courses that will spend a bit more time together. So it's all up to you. I wish you a great week. It's been fabulous to hang out with you today. Cheers to you. Bye now.